Okay, here we are already at chapter 20 of our podcast, and I didn't think we'd last 20 seconds. <laughs> well, today on the show, uh, we continue with part deux of our trip to Paris. There was so much to see. We just couldn't get it all in in one chapter. Also, Julie's experience with French gift certificates. Welcome to Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global Pandemic. So I just got back from the most luxurious massage. Mm. Jeff, you were such a sweetheart. You bought me a gift certificate. Yeah, at Christmas. And uh, you, you were so excited about it. You waited till pretty much June to use it. So, Well, sometimes it's difficult to incorporate those things into your life. Mm. Um, the interesting thing was is there there's an expiry on gift certificates. Yeah, that here. was that became illegal in Canada quite a few years I, I ago. I think so. Yeah. So I, I think it was a six month period. I had to I had to use it up, and I just I did. And it yeah, was, you're just by the skin of your teeth here, actually. <laughs> yep. And it was it was great. A bit a bit weird though because the massage was called a California. Oh, they have what, what's with all these names? You know, Shiatsu know. and what, what's no, no, but a California deep tissue massage. Oh, I see. Only in California, huh? It, but during the massage, it was Hawaiian music playing. And I'm going, am I in France? <laughs> Should have been the Beach Boys. <laughs> Good vibrations. I know it just didn't make sense. <laughs> Little Deuce Coop. <laughs> anyway, the certificate has been used and enjoyed. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. All right, and but that is odd. You know, you would think because that made that never made any sense to me how you actually pay money for something and and it expires. That's just not fair. Well, no, and, and you've got to think back in the day how how many times gift certificates weren't used at all. Oh. Bucket loads. Yeah. It's like yeah. gym memberships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much is. Mm -hmm. You know, what is with the, uh, have you noticed this, the leaky, people have leaky cars here? I'm, I know I, t I talk about, I notice this stuff about cars a lot, but the abuse these cars go through in the area that we are in, because we didn't, I don't think, notice it as much in Paris, but geez, every car leaks and we just got our, you know, our driveway done. And so I'm a little uh, protective of, uh, hey, 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 what's with the... And it's not just one or two drops. It's like it's when, when they pull away, you almost go, hey, buddy, here's a, here's a quart. Here's a quart of oil so that you don't, you know, so you make it home. I, I've never seen this. Well, I don't think car maintenance is as big a deal. Not, not priority one here. I don't think so. But it, it, couldn't it also be like air conditioning, no. No, like no, water? I no, know, I know the difference. Okay. Well, no, that that evaporates. I see. This sticks on the everywhere and dogs' paws and, you know. Mm. No, no, I, you can tell the difference. So what are you going to do about that? Well, there's not much you can do about the ones that are there, but, you know, if I notice that somebody who frequents the house is, you know, dripping oil every time they come over, I'm going to mention it in a funny way, like get off my land, oh, that type of thing. Making friends all over everywhere the world. Everywhere I go, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everywhere. I don't know, I just, I... I, I can't remember uh, having an issue with anyone's leaky car. In, now, I know we had a gravel driveway. Okay, I get that. It's a little different. But I just notice it in parking lots everywhere. It's just really bad here. But we didn't notice the, so many dented cars in Paris. Now, that's kind of funny. Because well, it, it's more sophisticated. The cars are a little bit higher end. People are... Yeah, but there are a million of them, and they're zipping around like you would think. There's an accident. With, now, it's funny. They've reduced the speed limit in Paris. So this is another interesting point. They've reduced the speed limit to 30 kilometers an hour 
everywhere in the city proper, which is ridiculous, especially when you see how fast they're going. Well, you know what? There's there's a, a little bit of pushback because they're saying, what what were they saying? They're saying that that actually causes more pollution. Oh, pollution! I thought you were going to say accidents because I'd believe that. Well, how can you have an accident when you're going thirty kilometers? Well, an because hour? you're slowing down. People that might be going faster, and then there's people jamming on their brakes. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, when we were there, now again, it's not peak season, but. Traffic was flowing pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you notice the number of, of police officers there were? Oh, yeah, that's right. And on the various modes of transport, we don't have any cops here. Where we are in southwest France, we're lucky if we see a cop car a week. Yeah, a little gendarme little, yeah, yeah, yeah. car. But but in Paris, I mean, it, it's it's de rigueur. I mean, it's a, it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. It's more tourism, more more population. But on our one walk from the the sixth arrondissement all the way to the Champs Elysees, yep. we saw oh, yeah. police officers on like a, a what do you call those fast motorcycles? Like the rocket? Oh, crotch rockets. Yeah. Right, because there was a cavalcade. I think it may have been a mis- might, might have been Macron. It may have been Macron. Um, so yeah, uh, so there was that. There was, and and that was really cool because the lead guy, he was wearing, you know, he was obviously packing, but he was wearing, he was in jeans, and he was the lead motorcycle guy. They would come to an intersection, and once that they had that intersection controlled, he would boogie like a hundred miles, like kilometers an hour to the next intersection, and 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 start. Uh, closing that down, mm-hmm. and then then the guy would follow him, and then once that, and then on and on. But they had it down to a, a science. But so we saw we saw that guy. So motorcycle. Then we saw uh, scooters. We saw cops on scooters. We saw cops on bikes. Yes, we saw walking cops. Walking cops. We saw a cop in a station wagon. It was an undercover. I mean, really undercover cop. It was like a soccer mom cop. <laughs> and on a horse. And a horse. So th- those are all the modes of transportation that we saw. For the Paris police. Paris police. They're everywhere. But, you know, they, they've got a big city to protect. And life isn't easy, as you know. So. Nope, nope. But it, that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we didn't see any any incidences. We didn't see any aggressions. Any... It was just happy. It was a really happy time. For sure. So I think maybe we want to talk about the Eiffel Tower. You know, it's funny. We, yeah, we, we've we been to the Eiffel Tower before when we took my parents years mm-hmm. ago, and we all went up the Eiffel Tower or halfway, however far we wanted to go. It's a beautiful monument. It really is. It's, it's incredible. Uh, we didn't go up close this time, but... No, uh, but we could see it in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing, doing a little reading on it... When it was first built, the Parisians thought it was the ugliest thing they'd ever seen. And there was huge pushback. Really, eh? Well, you know, it, it was metal. It was it, it was big. It was sticking out. It was bigger than any of the other buildings mm. that were surrounding. And, and I think Parisians like their subtle yep. beauty. So that was just kind of like an eyesore for them. See, in, in, in the States, that's, that's everywhere except it's a McDonald's sign, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing that was interesting is it was only supposed to be for for 20 years. Well, now was that be- because of the pushback or what was his name John Eiffel? No. No, no, Gustav. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gustav Eiffel. Okay, I didn't know his I, I didn't know his first name was Gustav. Anyway, I did, or did he just say because of the pushback 
Did he say, oh, we'll rip it down in 20 years? No, that, it, it, oh. that was my understanding is that it was 20 years, a 20-year experiment. It was originally built um, during a, a World Fair in Paris. Yes. So it was supposed to stay there for 20 years, and, and then they were supposed to bring it down. But what happened is it drew international attention. People mm-hmm. were coming from all over the place to take a look at it. And so all of a sudden... After 20 years, it was still happening. It was, it was still happening. It, be, it became one of the wonders of the world, I think, or yeah. you know, one, uh, one of the monuments of the world to see. Yeah. So they decided that you know, it, it should be a, a permanent part of, of Paris. That's good. And I'm glad, I'm glad they did because it's, it's gorgeous. And you, know, you don't want... Uh, to the point earlier, you don't want everything looking the same. Yeah, well, th- I mean, the, the thing is, it's become so unique. It's an attraction. Now, I got to say, the big Ferris wheel in London, you could give that a boot. That that, that thing looks goofy. That mm. just looks goofy. Okay, but, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Pop quiz. Yeah. Okay. How much do you think the Eiffel Tower is worth today? In metal? Or what do you mean, like in in, or how much would it cost to build, or uh, in 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 metal, in landmark, in tourism? What oh, is it worth? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. It's value. Oh, god, you got me. I wouldn't be able to begin to to guess. Oh, just take a guess. Hundred. I don't know. Hundred million dollars. Mm, it's a little bit more than that. Okay. Four hundred thirty-five. Billion. No kidding. Euros. It is the most expensive landmark in Europe. Wow. Followed by the Roman Colosseum. Well, if you would have said that Ferris wheel in London, I'm telling you. No, but the Roman okay. the Roman Colosseum, oh. <laughs> and you have a story about that, I do. Uh, is only worth uh, $91 billion. Oh, so there's bargain. A, there's a huge disparity it, between the two. It's the Walmart of, <laughs> it is. <laughs> of monuments. Oh, our sto- my story about this. Oh, Still makes me laugh. So we, we go there. When, when would this have been? Oh. Early 90s, 92, 93, something? Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we go to our, this trip, and, and the trip was, uh, was, was Rome, <laughs> was Rome, Florence, Milan, and uh, what's the one I Venice. hated? Venice. Yeah, uh, and 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 Rome was just so noisy. I was just uh, uh, spinning, and I was pretty cranky on that trip, as I remember. You're pretty cranky. No, I'm not. And we go to the Colosseum, and this is back in the day when your cameras had film. <laughs> yeah, okay. there was no eye eye no. camera. No, no. And so we go in there. And I'm running out of film. I'm saying, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, they'll have some inside. So we go in and we pay for the tour. Um, and I look over and it's 10 bucks for a roll of film. I was outraged. I went, no way. Okay, I am not spending $10 for a roll of film. I'm, I, no, I saw them outside and they were eight bucks. <sighs> so. How far did we have to walk? So we, well, we, we go outside and yes, we had to walk a couple of blocks to a little kiosk, got it for yep. eight bucks. Save two euros. Save Ooh. two euros. So we head back over to the Coliseum. You're all proud. Proud as punch. You got a deal. You didn't get ripped off inside the Coliseum. Get back to the Coliseum. <laughs> Closed. <laughs> <laughs> Closed. <laughs> and that, that dovetails into 
Another story when we went on our honeymoon <laughs> to Athens and we went to see the Parthenon, which has been there for 8 billion years, and on the day we go there, it's closed. <laughs> I think that says something about us. Yeah. I don't know. But um, but yeah, um, those are some of the fun facts um, about the Eiffel Tower. And that also brings me to the French phrase of the day. Oh, all right. Nice and early. All right. Um, so... I would like you to guess who said this. Okay. Okay. Je vais être jaloux de cette tour. Elle est plus célèbre que moi. Je vais être jaloux de cette tour. Elle est plus célèbre que moi. Well, I mean, I think it's about the Eiffel Tower. Yes. You said tour. Mm -hmm. But I, di I didn't get the balou or falou. What's that? Jaloux. Yeah, what's that? Jaloux is jealous. Oh. Hmm. What does the, uh, the whole phrase mean, Julie? And you're saying this is a quote, not a... Yeah. Okay. Je, je vais être jaloux de cette tour. Elle est plus célèbre que moi. En anglais, s'il vous plaît. I am going to be jealous of this tower. She is more popular than me. Donald Trump? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, it's Mr. Eiffel. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's Gustav. Oh, okay. Oh, uh -huh. that's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a very good quote. That's oh. our, our French phrase of the day. Yeah, it's a quote of the day, I guess. That's a, cute, that's a cute quote. I like that. I think we can incorporate quotes. Okay. Why not? And it's a good expression, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually... So it's, it's a nice way, of, a nice modest way of him saying that he was proud of his work. Nice. Yeah. And that he was jealous. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. I like that one. Yeah. Gustav. So, yep, so we, we, we were walking around, we saw the Eiffel Tower, we did a lot of walking, oh, and yeah. at one point, we looked at each other, and you said... Taxi. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just enough, and, 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 and it was, I, I remember where we were, we were in this crowded area of the Champs, well, the whole Champs-Élysées is crowded, and it's all these designer stores, and all these little rich kids uh, with their daddy's money, and you just want to get the hell out of there, at least I did. And uh, no faster way than getting in a, in a cab. So um, we learned a, a lot about the taxis on this trip. First of all, Julie was wondering if you could actually hail a cab. And yes, you can hail a cab. But here's the interesting thing. The taxis have little lights on the top. They're either red or green. Mm -hmm. And if they're red, they're either, they've either got people in there or they're heading to a pickup. Right. So they're not available. So at first, when you were trying to hail, I know. You, were, you were trying to get all the red cabs. I know. And you were getting so upset. So because they were empty, but now yes. you find out later yes. they were heading somewhere. So I went on the Google machine, yeah. and that's when I, I, I realized that there's a, a protocol. So it has to be a green light. And we eventually did get uh, yeah. a, a green light. Yeah, it was obvious why that, that cab was available. <laughs> yeah, he was the worst driver, I think. I've I've ever seen. Not only that, but he didn't speak French or English. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Oh, that was an awful ride. And he, he was one of those guys on, heavy on the brake, like gas brake, gas brake. I was ready to throw up oh, after yeah. a block. Yeah. Well, um, anyway. so we made it safely back. Yeah. Um, so do you know how much it costs to own a license? So is it, it first of all, is it a, a monthly or a, a, is it the, a license for life or is it a, a yearly? So, so it's like buying a house. Oh, so it's a license. Oh, can you sell it then? Yes, you can. Oh, so it's a license for life. Yes. So you, you purchase this license hmm. and the cost 
I would um, say twenty five grand. No, the cost today is between one hundred and eighty thousand euros and two hundred thousand euros. How can you make that back? I I I I have no idea. Maybe you make it back on the sale. Of of the license? Oh, I see. Maybe it, it's it's like a golf membership where they increase in value over the years. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, because didn't you find that the cab ride actually wasn't that expensive? No, it wasn't. It was. We went from Champs Elysees, which is uh, uh, num- the first arrondissement, to the sixth one, and we're going to get into the districts here in a second. But that was a good. I, I want to put that at a fifteen-minute ride, mm-hmm. and it was fifteen euros, fifteen ninety, I think. Yeah. It was yeah. very reasonable, and especially right now with with uh, gasoil and which is diesel and gas, uh, is is so expensive here. Like diesel right now is over two, but it's just over two dollars a liter. That's incredible. Diesel. I know. I know. So it it was very reasonable. Yeah. Um, there is one other way to obtain a license. Okay. Um, you have to apply to the government, mm-hmm. and it's free. Why wouldn't you do that? Because the current waiting list is 14 years. <laughs> oh, man, France. 14, 14 years. years. And 90% of the people in France work for the government. But yet there's a 14-year waiting list for a free taxi. But there's a reason for that. They stretch it out because they want their they want their money. They want their money. <laughs> you, you almost have to go buy a license when your kid is born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... Son, when you're 18, you too will be able to drive a free taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. That's uh, well. There, they, I, I will tell you this: the the, the we had two cab rides, and uh, the second one was ve- it was like an Uber. It was clean as a whistle. Oh, very nice driver. Water bottle in the back. Yeah, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think Uber has is a game changer with with taxis. I don't care what anyone says, but Uber has helped the taxi business. Clean, they, they were a monopoly in the world, and it's it's cleaned it up, and you will find taxis in much better shape all around the world because of Uber. And I uh, I defy anyone to argue with that. Okay. <laughs> Come on. How could it not? Point final. Yeah. Um, this, so, this discussion is over. <laughs> so so you were, you were talking about the neighborhoods. Yes. Okay, so they're called arrondissements, mm-hmm. and there are 20 of them in Paris. And the first one starts right where the Louvre, the Louvre is. And and by the way, this is a very important thing. People talk about this. Uh, what what district? What, well, I, I can, arrondissement. Arrondissement. Uh, which arrondissement is the hotel? Oh, it's in fourteen. Or, you know, whatever. And it goes in a clockwise circular motion around the Seine mm-hmm. and back over and around and around and around, so that it kind of looks like spiral. Yeah, like a snail shell, like the design on a oh, snail yeah, shell. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, okay. Um, but you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get a, we, we got a really good map last time we were there, which was last week. Yeah, and I will uh, try and, and, and... And I was just able to fold it back up, so... Yeah, that's, what is with you guys and <laughs> no, the maps? No, I'm practicing, I can do it. Oh, Murphy. I, I, you gotta be careful. Do I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just, just pinpoint women can't fold maps. Like you don't, you guys don't even ask for directions. So. Oh, oh, look at you, pigeonholing men like we don't ask for directions. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> okay, well that's what I'm going by. Anecdotally, uh-huh. uh, the, the woman I happen to be married with has no idea how to fold a map. I, it's just like, oh, let's just put this back, 
and there is a way to fold it so that it gets in its smallest form. Anyway, I'm going to take a picture of this map because it's a very good one for mm -hmm. the arrondissement. 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 Uh, les arrondissements. And I will, uh, yeah, post that on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com uh, slash Jeff and Julie move to France. And hopefully you can zoom in and see because they're listed. Mm -hmm. All the numbers are listed, and you can you just go around in a circle, and there they blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And the 20th, the first is the closest to the city center. Uh, yeah, to the Seine River, yeah. Oh, to the Seine, and the, the 20th is the furthest. The furthest. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very well-designed, it's a very well-laid-out city. Well, what's the, you were mentioning that, that if you were walking it, it was what? Uh, they say that if you go from the bottom, so the, the southern part of Paris to the northern part of Paris, you can walk it in two hours. Yeah, that's, so I think that's, that's great. it, though. I think. Yeah, but but I think that's, it's such a walkable city. Yeah. Oh, everywhere you go, it's it's just, it's stunning. And and that's the thing. You don't just walk. If you're doing that, you're, you're missing half of the city. You, when you go, you walk and then you stand there and you gawk and you look around at the flowers and the balconies and the oh the wrought iron and the beautiful stonework it's incredible it's, it, it is magnificent I, I i sense that they wouldn't be able to replicate and i guess that's the same with all these ancient cities uh cost efficiently the, the, the uh, architecture i mean there's no gargoyles way. just it's all just beautiful stuff yeah it was it was it, yeah it, it was at the height of creativity mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely yeah beautiful um, the uh, city is, you know, there are quite a few cities that are called the City of Lights, but I guess that- Are there? Well, that are nicked. I mean, um, cities all across the world have, I, like, I think San Francisco, doesn't it? Uh, I've never heard that, but but you might be- You know, that song, correct. Lights by Journey. Okay, maybe. Are they, do they say- I don't know. <laughs> it's Saskatoon's the city of bridges, I know that. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything to do. Hey, you know the oldest bridge in Paris is called Pont Neuf, meaning new bridge. <laughs> I thought it was number nine bridge. No. Neuf. Oh. 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 See? There it is again. That's right. Mm. Holy, I thought that meant number nine bridge. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it could be. Same it, spelling? Mm-hmm. It could be. Oh, Sorry. man. You guys mm. are so confusing with your language. Anyway, City any, of Lights. It's called Anywho. Yeah. So so Paris is known as the it's city. It's known. Of Lights. I think it's it's really the the city that is known for. And why is that? Because it was one of the first cities to have streetlights. Oh. And I think it goes <clears throat> excuse me. I think it goes back to the 1700s. So they would have been those candle type lights. I'm not sure, but Well, they weren't electricity. I I don't well, electricity hadn't been invented in the 1700s. No, but there were lights. The, the, there were street lights, so people could walk around at night. Okay. They just appeared? <laughs> no, people built them. No, but if there was no electricity in the 1700s, they would have been of the candle variety. Sure, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you yeah. were... Yeah. What else? Well, I be, because that's what I said, and then you said, oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they, they, they date back a, a long way, and, and uh, that's the reason. And some people also are of, of mind that it, it attracted a lot of, of um, really intelligent people. Paris was a place for the luminaries. Again, luminaries, hmm. city of lights. 
Ah, I see. So anyway, um, I, I think that's very interesting. And it's it's beautiful at night. It's the way it's illuminated. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and what's that thing about the Eiffel Tower, about you can't take a picture of the Eiffel Tower at night and sell the... What is this? Well, you can. You could definitely take a picture of the Eiffel Tower posted on your social media. That's not a problem because you're not selling it, but you're not allowed to sell a photo of the Eiffel Tower at night. It's illegal. Oh, that's got to be a wives' tale. No. How do you regulate that? I don't know. Oh, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You want to know you want to know the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard? That up until 2012, women weren't allowed to wear pants. <laughs> in in Paris? In Paris. Yeah, but that wasn't enforced. No, it was. That's wasn't. like that's like hawking a loogie on the on the street <laughs> oh, or something. Oh god, gross. Well, you just said hawked a loogie. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, th- that that was illegal in some places and Oh. And okay. you could get arrested, but who, who's, sir, hands on the, hands on the car. Why? Uh, you were just spitting. Yeah. I, you, you won't see that happen. So they're not going to pull a, a woman over. Hey, what's with the, <laughs> what's with the pants? Yeah, you couldn't dress like a man, apparently. Oh my God. I've yeah. never heard that. Yep. Now we also walked by the Louvre. The Louvre is just immense. It's huge. Now I. It's, it is the largest museum in the world i i'm more partial to d'orsay where the impressionist art exists monet manet that kind of stuff it's 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 really beautiful the stuff at the louvre i'm sorry but there's only so many chubby naked kids and and dead lions and spears through the head that you can take in one sitting. You know, you're just revealing how much of an art connoisseur you really are. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want the tour. I'm your guide. <laughs> well, no, it's just we've been there, and after a couple of rooms of, you know, fighting and spears and dogs on carpets, and I, uh, it's it's odd. It, it's beautiful, and it obviously takes an incredible amount of talent, but it's dark. It's dark. It's darker. It was, but it was the style back yeah. back then. And what you know, when we when we toured the Louvre, we only saw a minis, minuscule percentage. Yeah, but it was of pretty, the artwork that was pretty there. thematic. Yes, it was. But yeah. if we had decided, yes, to see every single piece of artwork <laughs> that is in the Louvre. Mm-hmm. We would have needed uh, more beer. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, spending 30 seconds oh. per piece of art. Okay. Okay. So you, every piece of art, you spend 30 seconds of, of your time. Yes. How long would it take for you to view all of the pieces of art that are at the Louvre? Before you go crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I have no idea. It's huge. I have no idea. They say, uh-huh. whoever they is... Eight months. Oh, come on. Seriously. Eight months to see every piece of art that is housed in the Louvre. If you're spending only 30 seconds in front of each paint. Oh, my God. So that's why people return and go several times. Boy, I got to have more of the... I have. Stop it with the children and the bears and the... Cherubs the, and the peeing angels and... Uh, I know, it's just... Anyway, it, it's, it's a magnificent museum. And it's v- no, it is. It's a very popular tourist attraction. It's just you know you go. Don't think you're going to go to what? <laughs> well, I tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
there's more value in returning to the Louvre every year than going to Club Med, the same location every year. Remember we ran into those people? Yes, because at least you see something different. Well, yeah, it's just about culture. We ran into this couple. This is our 13th year coming to uh, wherever it was in Mexico at one Club Med. I just couldn't believe it. Some people do that, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I love my cousin. She's amazing. She's a return customer. She likes routine. She books the same hotel every summer and goes back yeah, there, and I, I think she's been doing it for a decade now. I just can't even. To me, there's just so much of the world to see. And and even in the case of the Louvre, you go in there and you will see what I'm talking about. It, you got to do it. You got to do it. But you will see what I'm talking about. It's it's very dark. It's really dark. And then you go to Dorsey, and it's oh, and it's a completely different style of museum, and all this French impressionist art. Uh, the Monet stuff is just uh, drop dead. It's just gorgeous. You, you know, I think there's a, enough to appreciate with all forms of art. I, I agree. I, and I'm just, I'm just, this is me talking. That's just for me. Okay. Um, anyway, we you might find it different. Yeah. So the next time we might, we might take another visit. You know what I would like to do and something we haven't yet done. And that is that one of those boat cruises, I got a great picture. I'll put it on the Facebook page, but they are these huge uh, tour boats that go zipping up and down the, the scene. And I, I don't think it's, and you can eat lunch on them. Uh-huh. And it, it's, a, I think it'd be a great way to see the city. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I, you know, I, I could hear that they were describing the environment, what they were going by, um, you know, h- parts of history. So it's it's kind of getting uh, um, a very relaxed mm-hmm. um, a tourist guide. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you can do the buses too, the city buses, like in London the or on anywhere and else. Off, yeah, yeah, the on and off is fantastic. I love that. It's a really good idea. But next time we'll, we will try one of those boat cruises. Yeah, and then we wrapped everything up by going to pick our dogs up and. You know, we 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 like to uh, you know how people say, uh, "Do you have some friends that sit with your dogs?" I would never want to put my friends in that position. What if something happens to one of the dogs? You know, give it to a professional. Yep, that that's what they do. It's just what I do. That's what we do. I just feel so much better about it. Um, so anyway, we find it, it was a little tricky though finding a kennel similar to the ones that we were used to in Canada. And, and we were very fortunate because. This young couple just took over the business. It's a small operation. Yeah, they can and only do eight dogs. Yeah, uh, well, eight boxes. Oh, eight boxes. Okay. Right. So two of our dogs stay in one box. Ah. So they can have a few more dogs if if they're paired up. Okay. But eight boxes is is small. Um, and they've got music, video camera. They've got this great fenced-in yards where uh, yard where all the dogs can play. But we had to we had to warn them. I said, easy on the music because we got the singers here. And they'll go nuts. So I'm, I'm glad we warned them, actually. Yeah, me too. Me too. But the dogs are, are like, they're at home. Yeah. They really like it there. They get lots of exercise outside with, and, and they monitor the dogs. It's great. And I, they send us photos yeah. and little comments. And, Love that. you know, while you're away, it's always nice to, you know, know that your dogs are being well taken care of. That's so. a really good feature. And uh, we, we used to get that in Canada too, but it's a really good feature and easy for the people to do. Mm-hmm. Dogs are out anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that was what what waited for us. Now I don't know if we did we miss them a lot. Yeah, we missed them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know we were only gone three four days, but well, yeah, our fur kids. So it is nice getting a break though. We get, we have a little bit longer sleeps in the morning. Did you notice that? Yes, <laughs> so, especially me because I you know, I'm I'm up at the crack of dawn and I I was you know 
getting yeah. up a little bit later and catching up on my sleep. So, but it was really nice to see them and brought them back home, and and that was the kind of the finale of our of our of our trip. That was it, and that that's a wrap on Paris. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, so coming up on next week's show, we have no idea <laughs> what is going to happen. No, because I'm traveling back to Canada. Yeah. We, we'll have to figure this out. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can do a Zoom call uh, or if that's too much work for me. <laughs> uh, just 30 minutes of me droning on about one thing or another. Now, how can you how can you turn down that off? We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get something off to you uh, next week. But uh, in the meantime, thanks very much for listening. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. A bientôt.